Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Richard here with another episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, we went a little bit long on this recording, and we had enough material, we decided to cut this into two separate episodes. Uh, so, a little bit different than what we've done before, but we hope you like it. A quick shout out to the wonderful people at Midnight Syndicate for letting us use their fantastic music to set the mood for our show. Uh, give them a listen at www.midnightsyndicate.com. And another shout out to Sword Coast Soundscapes for letting us use the wonderful sound effects that we use for the show. Give them a listen at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Well, that's enough for me. Let's get on to it. Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Yeah. Episode four. Four. So how do you feel, Vivian? We're not going to talk about Vivian right now. I'm not ready to step into Vivian's shoes yet. Stuff has gone down. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Got a lot to catch up on. So what happened last time? Vivian had a bad time. Yeah, Vivian did have a bad time. She had a bad dream. Very bad dream. Or was it a dream? Or was it? So we had we had one hell of a breakfast. Oh mm-hmm. man! And then we went to go to apparently the uh, Harrowstone Memorial was vandalized, and we found it, it was vandalized through rat blood. We were able to determine by the by the corpse of a dead rat nearby. They weren't very <laughs> subtle. There's that. And there was a letter V. It was on one of the one of the smaller stones the that had like the names stone. of the yes. Yeah. There's there's five stones, the statue, and then five stones, and it was on the first. The first stone, um, yeah. And Thurskill saw his name on a tombstone. Yeah, that was earlier. Yeah, that, that was the day before. That. that was the day before, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I want to be part of the scariness. Yeah. Yes. So you saw that, and then... <laughs> Zenobia. The, Zenobia, I was about to call you Thilo, your other character. Um, Zenobia saw the tracks. Yes. So mm-hmm. the tracks of apparently some some Cart. old uh, prisoner past being carted to the prison. And yes. we thought the V might stand for the the wife... The Whose warden's name wife was Vesoriana. Vesoriana. Vesoriana Hockren. But it occurred to us after doing our research in the professor's library, it occurred to Vivian first, I must say, that the V stood for Vivian. Dun dun dun. Yeah, so this was the Splatter Man, right? Yeah. He spells out the names of his victims one letter at a time each night. And by the end, the night, is it the night or the night after the final letter? Is found the night he, after the night after the final letters letter was found. He murdered them. Ugh. Not that many letters in Vivian. There's five. Yeah, it's not a nine letter name. Vivian's pausing now. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you actually get the? Did you, <laughs> did you actually get the math right on that one? Accidentally. No, her name's actually Vivian Westernton. Western styles. Just get one of those uh, hyphenated names. And then he has to do the hyphen too. That's an extra character, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, the we learned more about each of the the notorious prisoners. We learned a lot about Harrowstone, and it was awful. What a mm-hmm. horrible! The whole thing was horrible. The people that were there, the they fire, were prisoners. They were criminals. The fire situation, the mm-hmm. whole setup of why the wife was had gone there and how she died, and it was just oh, it's just awful. Um. But yeah. So just kind of a review. We've got Father Charlatan, who was a con artist, and then there was the Mar- Mosswater Marauder. Is that what he- yeah. And he murdered his cheating wife with a hammer, and he's continuing to look for his wife's skull fragments. 
And then... Um, he couldn't find a couple of pieces of his wife's skull. Yeah, he was missing the pieces. And then the Piper of Ilmarsh would paralyze his victims with lich dust. Ew. And um, then he'd kill them by letting his pet sturges, which are like gross mosquitoes, big ass mosquitoes, like like Jumanji mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, Jumanji mosquitoes? Sounds like it's a it's a qualified like gigantic mosquitoes. <laughs> there's the advanced template, and then there's the Jumanji template. That is a Jum- <laughs> that is a Jumanji sized war cat over there. I don't know. I'd I'd lost it. Lost yeah, it. that's correct. That's how the template works. Um, and then there was the Spider Man who was a professor who was into name research, but then he got uh had a run in with a succubus, and he's fascinated at what happens with people's names and what happens <laughs> with their names as they die. Da da da. And those are my notes. I'm pretty proud of them. Yes. So we have That's sp- only four. No, that oh. Lopper. The he lopper. Beheaded with hand axe is what I wrote. He was the least interesting. He just well, beheaded people. I mean, she doesn't have a whole lot in her new notes. In her newts. <laughs> His name was Vance Saitrussi, and he killed people with an axe. And that's why they called him the lopper. Because he lopped people's heads off. Some people thought he was a looper. <laughs> yeah, and we're doing all this research because we're here. The professor left us an inheritance, but we had to spend 30 days with uh, his daughter, Kendra, and keep an eye on his books. And he threw his journal in with the book so we'd read what he'd been up to. And he was very worried about what's going on at Harrowstone with the cult of the Whispering Way. Oh, because uh, they're looking for someone and we think it's one of these people. Yeah, they're That's looking for someone. We think it's probably one of these prisoners and um, or, you know, the ghost of one of these prisoners and... He was very concerned about it, but he wasn't able to finish his work because he died, but he was hoping we'd be able to pick up where he left off. So last episode ended so scary. I I, I do want to, I'm excited to jump into it, but I'm also <laughs> terrified. So I want to distract a little bit longer. Okay. Um, I've been thinking about the books and I've been thinking about the, the eye one. The manual to the esoteric order of the Palatine eye. And for... Four out of five of us here have played the Pathfinder playtest. I really didn't realize that that was something and that the the uh, thing between the stars, the darkness between the stars. The dark tapestry. Mm-hmm. I didn't real like I thought all of that was written for the playtest. And so I'm finding it really interesting to be jumping into this one since we have a little bit of background of that information. And this was written way before the playtest so yes we're seeing the the origination of yeah or maybe not the origination but one of the earliest renditions of these concepts mm-hmm. and i'm it's like for the first time for me because i don't pay attention usually uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you there so it's all new it's all I'm new with you. Yeah. yeah but i think i vaguely remember because I, I know at the playtest each of the adventures we'd go on in the playtest were taking place around the time of an adventure path yeah I and think one I remember of them, one of them being carrying crown. It was the second adventure where you guys were fighting the gnolls. Yes. I think. Yeah. 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 With the. Uh, oh no! Uh, wait. No. no, I don't think that's right. I think I'm, that was the uh, something of fire. Uh, I don't know. Legacy of fire. I think that was legacy of fire. No, I think one of I them. Think anyway, wrong. Philip's board. We need to move that, on. Not me. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's Mother's Board. Okay, so the one person who didn't play that adventure is bored with us talking about that adventure. She's not bored. She's just old. (laughs) But it might be interesting for newer players to see how even these things are correlated into the playtest. Yeah, mom. And uh, Pathfinder Mm. 2.0. I think it's fun. I thought it was fun. I I thought it was exciting to be like, oh, I knew something about that. 
We didn't finish the playtest. It was too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing about our playtest adventure was the fact that <laughs> the one where we had to like venture across the land and, and we, we were all gnomes. Three gnomes and a dwarf. His three gnomes took like generations. His three gnomes and a dwarf. And Richard was like Richard. Was Overland DMing. travel speed was a very important factor to that adventure. <laughs> yeah, we were on a time. <laughs> and they had the cl- the classes that could walk the slowest. And I was like, couldn't we get like horses or camels or something? And Richard's like, oh yeah, you could have. And it was just like, why didn't we? <laughs> I want. I genuinely wanted to see what happened. I was. <laughs> I, I was just curious. Power of the GM. <laughs> well, I'm testing the mechanics, and yes, uh-huh. you should have you should have used a, a pack animals. <laughs> In retrospect, a lesson was learned. <laughs> it was pretty funny that the tallest member was Philip as a dwarf. Yes. yes. <laughs> Speaking of tall and short, um, we're talking about Thorskill being short for a barbarian, but he's five ten. That's that's an average height. That's not Mm-mm. short. It's average for now. You know what? Even back that, then, it'd be taller. That would be tall for for like a medieval. Yeah, yeah setting, but everyone yeah. here is over six feet, right? You're a six foot. You're yeah. six foot. No, she's five eleven. Eleven. I'm she's an inch still, taller. She's still taller. It's he's her a, hair. He's the shortest person in the party, but he's still probably taller than most of the people he runs across. That's uh, true. Uh, speaking of which, I've recast him. He's oh, no okay. longer Michael Vassbender. All right. Yeah. He is now uh, a gentleman named Kyle Hill. If you um watch youtube he's uh on the nerdist channel he does because science i chose him because he looks like a little baby thor he's skinny mm. thor right skinny, skinny thor. thor and so this is the really jarring uh season two where they bring him in again and it's a completely different actor and you're just supposed to pretend that you don't notice exactly yes Not yes even season two yeah <laughs> it's like the episode after the pilot yeah no yeah he didn't survive the pilot so <laughs> But they kept the pilot because they spent so much money on it. Exactly. They just did some reshoots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here, wear this wig. Wear this wig. <laughs> um, okay. I think I'm ready to face Vivian's fate. Are you in a good mental state? Absolutely not. You shouldn't be. Gary, I, I am such a sucker for when the story revolves around me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my shock, right? <laughs> and even if horrible things are going to happen to her... um. It's all good, but I, I, I'm interested to see, this is obviously going to affect Vivian severely. She's a very rose-colored glasses kind of girl. Well, it couldn't have happened to a more appropriate character, right? <laughs> Seriously. It couldn't have happened to a nicer girl. <laughs> <laughs> because there just isn't a nicer girl. <laughs> Not in this party, no. Not in this party. <laughs> Here's my prediction. She still won't want to kill stuff. <laughs> um, but we did this... Uh... In our Rise of the Rune Lords campaign. Yeah. Where I centered the story of book two. Exactly. About her character, Ebony. I, I, I like when Gary makes makes the story revolve around me. <laughs> Speaking of what happened to Vivian. What happened what to happened Vivian? To Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> so she had Oh DM. So let let me let me refresh my memory so I can get properly terrified again. So Vivian discovered that she was The V. The V. V for Vivian, Splatterman. Um no one would sleep with her in her bed not 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 sexually uh-huh. just no one would cuddle with her to make sure she fell asleep all right so she's in her room alone and she woke up in a dream where she was in a prison cell at Harrowstone uh-huh. and there was a creepy laughter and she saw her name begin to write itself on the wall in blood she called out splatterman and there was creepy laughter uh-huh. she tried to wipe off the blood in a panic 
and it got all of her hands and the name kept rewriting itself and she was screaming and i want to remind everyone that she was in a fabulous negligee while all while all this was happening lots of marabou yes yes absolutely i'm imagining sort of the the tiffany blue color you're gonna okay. need you're gonna need a lot of oxyclean to get the blood out now oh, man. right Billy Mays. Maybe Billy Mays' is ghost Billy Mays. is in oh. here. Billy Mays, go away. Billy Mays is the hero of book one. <laughs> it could work. And that's all I remember. It was the dream part. I don't remember. Did she wake up? She did. As she was, uh, she looked around the room. She was in a cell at Harrowstone, um, no longer in her room. Saw the name being written and crawled up to what used to be her bed, but was now just a moldy pile of straw. Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, climbs on that to try to wipe her name off the wall, mm-hmm. and the name just wouldn't go away. She's like, "No, no, and so, no!" And she looks okay. down, looked down at her hands. The blood was still in her hands, but then the room fades back into her room at the Lorimore residence. It fades back. She doesn't like back. wake up. No, it just slowly fades. Ugh. Fades back, and her name is still written on the wall above her bed. Ugh. So she's going to, if she wasn't already, she's going to continue to scream. Mm-hmm. And um, Is she awake awake now? Like she, for sure awake? She's awake awake, yes. Yeah, so she's going to continue to scream and she's going to look at the wall for a minute and then um, look at her hands and she's just, she's going to do that weird, you know, that weird shock thing where it's like it doesn't really make sense in the moment, but it's like she's going to run to the door, but she doesn't want to touch the door because her hands are covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And so she's just kind of like looking around and then she's just like, uh... And I imagine maybe she's she has some blood on her negligee already, so she's like, oh, okay, all right, fine, it's already ruined, and she'll mm-hmm. like grab the bottom of her nightgown to like open the door so that it's not bloody. Well, you go toward the door. There's no door. There's no door. No door. What? What? There's what? A... I thought you said she was awake. She's awake. And there's no door. There's no door. Detect magic. You don't see magic. Uh, is there a window? There's the window. Yeah. She runs. It's to the still window. barred though. No. no. What the fuck, Gary? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> oh. But while all of this is happening, cutting to everybody else. Back at the house. Back at the house. So the next morning, you guys wake up, plan to meet downstairs for breakfast as usual, but you notice that Vivian is not coming downstairs. That girl. Yes. So um, I'm assuming one of you will go upstairs to check on her. That would be me. Okay. So you go upstairs, you go to where her room is. There's no door. My question is, when you say no door, in lieu of a door. Where a, a door would be, the wall just continues. So I look at it, start hammering around to see if I can find where the door should be. Is there any difference in sound as I... There's not. It looks and sounds as if there was never a door there. Oh. But there's, I can see that there's a room on one side and one and on the other, right? Yes. And can I get into those rooms? Yeah, you can get into the rooms beside. And I pace them out. Is the room gone? Like the two rooms that were on either side now meet in the middle. No, it looks like there's still a space there. So I call to the company. Say, guys, you need to come see this. Thorskel, put down that fork. Come on. <laughs> Thorskel needs no fork. He has his hands. <laughs> bring your hammer, though. <laughs> bring your ha- yeah. Bring your hammer. Good idea. So Roger just kind of like looks around, confused and a little alarmed, and uh, I guess leads the group up. Okay. So you guys go upstairs and. When, especially when Kendra gets to the end of the hall where the room should be, she just stares at it. Sense motive. Four. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ooh, <natural> one. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Basically, you you all think that she is genuinely shocked that there's no door there. Kendra. Hmm? Wasn't there a door here? <laughs> yes. What have you done with it? 
This is this is Vivian's room. Yes, as as I remember. But where's where's the door? <laughs> You're asking me. This is your house. Yes, I've lived here my entire life, and there's always been a door here. So you do not have any experience with doors suddenly disappearing. No. Enough talk. I smash the door. Where my, the door should where be. I smash where the door should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I rolled 15. You hit the wall, and you bounce off the wall. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What kind of sound happens? Is it hollow? Is it anything. solid? It's just a... Does it sound like rubber? nothing. To you, it sounds like you're hitting a wall. But Vivian hears nothing. Mm. Allow um, me Allow me to give it a try. So Roderick draws his warhammer, which he has uh, slung on his the left side of his uh, waist, and he spends an arcade pool point to enhance it with magic. Okay. And it's glowing blue, as his sword did previously, and he strikes at it, and I know it's an AC5 to, to hit a stationary object. I definitely hit it with a natural 12. I'm going to roll damage, even though it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. That's a one on damage, so that's uh, five points of damage. You chip the paint a little bit, but that's about it. What what is happening? I I, I don't I don't know. This is uh, I've never seen anything like this happen before. And uh, start yelling out, Vivian, Vivian, can you can you hear us? But Vivian doesn't hear anything. There's no response at all. She's stuck in there and she's not responding. What of the window? What if she's dead? Is there a window? Uh, there should be a window, but it's on the second floor. That should be no problem. They don't have ladders in. <laughs> Ustalov. In Ustalov. Ustalov. They haven't invented I yet. run out downstairs, and there's three windows. I don't see mm-hmm. any disappearing window, and I just call out to, Vivian! Vivian! No response. Hold on. And uh, Roderick uh, gets his rope and grappling hook, which he has on him. And, <laughs> okay. uh, because everybody wears their rope and grappling hook to breakfast. He's got a <laughs> utility belt like Batman. <laughs> well, as as Roderick finally makes it downstairs, I'm sure Assuming Thurskill just takes off first, yeah, and then Roderick will follow behind. Thurskill brushes past one of the other villagers coming um, up to the door. The villager sees Roderick and says, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. What? This is very important. What do you need? Well, I was going to let you know that we found out more information about the uh, vandalization at the memorial. Oh, excellent. Yes, please tell me. Tell me what you know right away. Um, there's, there's now three letters. Three letters? What? There, this is only the second day. I... Yes, but there's three letters. Okay, I, I, I believe you. This okay. is confusing me, though. Yes, but um, the, um, it's the letters V, E, and with that, like Roderick, re- like breathes a sigh with the se- with the second letter being an E. <sighs> okay, V E S. Okay, thank you, sir. What is your name? Um, uh, my name is is Robert. Robert, it's a good name. Uh, um, thank you. <laughs> Very much. Mm-hmm. If you have anything else, um, um, uh, the uh, uh, the the guards there wanted me to inform the newcomers to the town uh, that they were planning to set up a um, a uh, uh, a watch um, uh, tonight to see if they could to figure out who was uh, making the letters on, on the the vigil. Excellent. Do they need our help in any way? Yes, they want you to be there. Absolutely. We w- we will. Thank you very much. You're a good man. Thank you. Um, is yeah. there anything I can help with? Do you have a ladder? Um, I think I saw one around the corner by the barn. <laughs> and Roderick's holding his grappling hook. It's like, well, we, I guess we can do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I run to get the ladder. Okay. What is the the wife's name again? Yes, so Roderick was waiting. Um, he, he was like not wanting to go into full detail with uh, Robert still there. 
But uh, he says, V-E-S, that, that is clearly Vesoriana Hakren. She was the wife of the warden when Harrowstone burned. She was the person we had assumed it was initially, and it seems that it was her after all. It was not Vivian. Hmm. Are you coming to help me with this ladder? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be right there. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Robert runs back up. Um, the, the guards also wanted me to ask you, where have you been the past five days? But Five? Yes, we haven't seen you around town. We were at the crypt last night. We were at the Outward Inn yesterday morning. Um, the last you were seen was five days ago. Huh. <laughs> I'm going to sense motive on this guy. Okay. Twelve. He seems to be telling the truth. I don't know why I keep rolling it. <laughs> five. What? What is the date today? Uh, it is the, um, I believe it's the 25th of Calistril. The 25th. It should only be the 20th. No, sir. It's the 25th. I'm, I'm fairly certain of that. Gods, what is happening here? Kendra, have you ever heard of anything like this? Uh, n- no, I haven't. I've never heard of something like this before. Um, this would probably be something that my father would have studied, I would imagine, with his esoteric and arcane studies. Okay, well, the first thing we should do is see if we can get Vivian out of this curse of the room. The second thing we should do is dive through your father's works and see if we can find any clues. Okay, I, I, I believe that's a good idea. Why don't you start on that while we try and get Vivian out of the room? Yes, I believe you are more than capable of dealing with this. I will run to the library and see what I can find. And so he takes off. Okay. How heroic. Well, I have the highest intelligence of anybody in the group. I mean, I well, I pa. <laughs> so no, you're not helping Thurskill with the ladder, is what I'm hearing. Zenobia's got it. She's a big, strong woman. I'm still upstairs. I didn't run down with you guys. I don't even so know. So he's any, climbing the ladder by lost himself five days. that he put up <laughs> all by himself. He's very strong, right? Roger Benson, I'm very Zenobia, strong. Zenobia, <laughs> help, help Thurskill with the ladder. Mm-hmm. So I've already climbed up to the window. Okay. So don't all of that is happening. Vivian... You wake up the next morning. The room is back to normal, except the the your name written in blood above the bed. Yeah, all, all normal. The blood's on your hands, mm-hmm. and there's no door. There's no door. She's gonna run to the window. Okay, so you run out to the window. Yeah. She's probably screaming. She's just she's again just like, what is happening? <laughs> you see the the bars from that look like the bars that were in the Harrowstone. Uh-huh. They're there. But you can kind of tell they're that they're not really there. Oh, so it's it's almost like like two planes crossing yes. over. Mm-hmm. Ooh, She's in two places we... at the same time. Oh man, uh, that's really cool. So you can see them, and you go to reach like to uh-huh. touch the bars. You can't get your hand past it, mm-hmm. but you don't feel something Funny. solid. But something stops your hand anyway. Oh, that's so weird. So you can't get past. Can't get past the bars. Like I can't even touch the bars. Mm-mm. Hmm. Well, she doesn't have any spells yet because she hasn't prayed. Right. Um, That's probably the first thing I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Well, is there any knowledge I can roll? Can I drop some knowledge? You know, knowledge planes, knowledge religion. You could do uh, knowledge religion. I'm gonna try that because I think she's first going into survival mode. Which, by the way, my cats have made sure I lost one of my d20s. We heard a noise in the middle of the night, and we're like, what's that? Doesn't sound like anything broke. We'll check it out later. And it was the cats knocking all my dice down. 
and rolling all night long. Well, Vivian's very panicked, so that's an 11. It's a natural 3 on the die. So you're not quite able to tell anything about this, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, it's otherworldly. Mm-hmm. So she's she kind of backs away from the window um, and is just kind of looking around the room. She's looking at the blood on her hands. I think she's going to go back up to her name on the wall and try to wipe it off again. Mm-hmm. And because she remembers doing it in the dream and it rewriting her, itself. So she's going to, again, try to just wipe it off. Okay. So she goes up to start wiping the name off. Get some more of the blood on your hands. Uh-huh. She's whimpering. But the letters still stay there. Oh, they no. don't rewrite themselves, but they don't fade away. It's almost like a... Like an open wound. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're they're continuously bleeding. Yes. Oh. Wow. Ugh. That's so creepy. So oh. you got like this open wound on the wall spelling out your name. There's no door. Nobody's coming to help you. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming up the ladder. <laughs> I don't. Uh, nobody's coming to help you. Mm-hmm. And you pray. You try to figure out your you know what this is. Yeah. No help. You're spending so much time there that the sun eventually goes down. Oh, no. She would have stopped to try to... I think she'd probably just try to pray at that point, like, mm-hmm. actually. And then she'd be casting sanctuary and protection from evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're there protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. Sun comes back up. Goes back down again. Oh, my God. Wait, is it, this, like, actual 24-hour days? Or is it happening yes. faster? Vivian is experiencing actual 24-hour days. Oh, my gosh. She is trapped in the room, awake, for five days. <gasps> oh no! Like I can't sleep. I could try to sleep. You try and to it sleep. Doesn't work. And you can't oh sleep. my gosh! Wow. Oh, she is. She's definitely losing it by then. She's crying. Um, she's probably trying to test her magic, just to make sure it's working. Like she'll channel just to see the, the glow appear mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Is any of her stuff in the room? Yeah, she has all of her items. It's, it's her room. Yeah, so I think she's she's going to be trying different escape tactics. She's going to like <laughs> she's going to like try to charge the window with her glaive, <laughs> like bounces back and she flips backwards. Is this, like, is this like a master suite? It has a bathroom. I was going to say, does she can she wash her hands? Does she have a, a water? Um... Yeah, so you probably have a yeah. So is the water so, from the material plane running into wherever oh, the hell she yeah, is? Yeah, no, she doesn't have plumbing, but she has a, a like a, a, a pitcher. A and a, so she's gonna. Um, so I think that first day is just full on panic mode. Second day is exhaustion and crying. Um, third day, so she's awake, so she can't cast any new spells. Correct. Third day is she's gonna put her armor on and uh, suit up. And I think she's she's uh, gonna be basically rotating between char- charging at the wall and failing, um, trying not to break her weapon. In between trying to escape, she's also just going to be sitting and um, going through the uh, holy text of Shaylin and just singing and just trying to trying to keep it calm. She doesn't realize that her, her spells aren't. You know, she's not sleeping, so her spells aren't resetting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a flask of holy water. She's going to try to sanctify the room with that and go around and singing and doing blessings. She's going to throw some on the open wound. Does it sizzle or anything? It does sizzle. Does it go away? It doesn't go away, but it sizzles. Uh, and yeah, I think she's going to 
third day she's she's praying and then fourth day I, I guess she'll probably start writing like what's happening and start writing horrible panicked poetry at least you can keep track of the days because it's even worse if you couldn't she's gonna do um she's gonna write slam poetry <laughs> right. yeah. this is where her bard levels come in <laughs> the inevitable multi-class yes, yes when bard. she comes out of this room she'll be a bard <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. And I think by day four and day five, she's just in shock and she's probably sitting there, laying there, singing, but she's not, it doesn't mean anything anymore. She's gone basically living catatonic. Mm-hmm. Like It's terrifying, Gary. I'm, to- I'm totally terrified. <laughs> I really thought she was just going to be able to walk out and go to the Temple of Phrasma and be purified. Be and purified and move on with her day. Well, this wouldn't be Carrie Ann Crown if that was the case. You know, that's, <laughs> that's something I want to bring up. You told us this was a horror adventure. I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah, I'm exactly <laughs> in the same boat. I didn't realize what was going to be happening until the end of last episode when you explained what was going on with Vivian. It's like, oh, this is going to be different than other Pathfinder. So when you said horror, it? you meant horror. It's not yes. just that we're fighting spooky monsters. It's that it's horrifying. Stuff's going to happen. I like horror. It's great. It's fun to write and play. It's great. This well, is so, all new to me. So Vivian is armored up. She's, I imagine her sitting under the window with her glaive across her lap, sort of in a meditative state and just singing through the hymns of Shaylin. But eventually um, she becomes more and more panicked, more and more uh, crazed. She, she starts remembering that uh, nursery rhyme, that jump rope thing that she was hearing and she just keeps saying she, she, the lyrics related to the splatter man. And she just keeps repeating them over and over again. She's just like, drops of red so sparkling bright. Splatter spells her name just right. Drops of red so sparkling bright. Splatter spells her name just right. And she just keeps repeating it over and over again until it's just a drone. So by this time, we've caught back up. With the timeline of everybody else, Thorskull is ever able to get the ladder and bring it around to the window. He starts climbing up, and about the time he gets up to the window, Zenobia, you start noticing the door phasing into existence. And I start shouting, Door's coming back! <laughs> <laughs> She's very unflappable. Mm-hmm. Well... I continue up the ladder. I'm going to go through the wood. That's where I'm headed. Mm -hmm. Roderick was was running to the library, but upon hearing that, he's going to stop, like, kind of do that, and then uh, start running back up the stairs. Vivian, give me a will save. I start pounding Mm. on the door that's appearing. 20. All right. So for the first time in five days, you're able to hear Zenobia yell out to the rest of the group. I start pounding on the... (laughs) And what is it she hears, but... Door's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I got it back for you. It's like, Vivi, Viviana, are you there? She's sitting on the floor, kind of hearing this, or singing, singing, and I think her eyes kind of flutter, and she looks at the door up that's now there. Mm-hmm. And she might be like, door's back. But she doesn't move. She's just kind of looking at the door. And behind you, you hear the rustling of the ladder against the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Claire Skull climbing up. She kind of looks up behind her, sees, sees a man appear in her window. <laughs> a very, raises, very attractive man. Raises her glaive. Do you, 
do you like try to open it yes yes well i see you i mean i see you sitting there and i'm calling to you vivian vivian and And she's just gonna be looking at you like oh thirsko and she just kind of sits back and just keeps staring straight ahead and goes back to singing well do i see the door appear yes okay so i climb into her room and i open the door Assuming I can. Is it yes. unlocked? It is unlocked. Mm. I think you guys, as you guys start coming in, she's just, uh... Drops of red so sparkly bright, splatter spells her name just right. So, I mean, I grab her by the shoulders and try and shake <laughs> her out of it. <laughs> Vivian! Vivian! What? That's too loud. <laughs> Don't shout at her, you'll frighten her. What? I, she's just what? singing weird songs. The, the Thurskel. Zenobia. And Roderick is like, he like kind of ran ran past because I don't imagine Zenobia's as panicked as Roderick is because she doesn't know that five days have passed. Cause she Neither does Thursko because he was He's at on the, the ladder. So Roderick's the only one who knows five days passed. So like as soon as you called for the door, Roderick stopped what he was doing and bolted right up. And like as you were walking into the room, he kind of like shoved you aside and ran past you to see what was going on with Vivian. While you're shoving people out of the way, I go up to Vivian and I just pick her up and get her out of the room because i can see her names on the wall and i said oh can we see that y'all need to y'all need to check this out (laughs) y'all need to check y'all need to check this out she said she was from the north but but apparently she's from the south 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 north what does that mean find out what kind of blood that is and i get her out of that room and take her i think as you say that she's like and she kind of like rustles out of your hands and she's like it won't it won't go away and she like climbs on her bed and it's like touching the wall again she's like see it won't go away and it won't go away you can you, you, you wipe it it's it's there and you like you turn around and she's just covered in blood again so i wipe? grab her it wipes away though <gasps> oh so, so it's wiped let's away get out of here and she's just covered in blood now it's just you've smeared the blood oh. across the wall and and she sees that so it's it wipes away and she sees that and she looks at her hands and she turns around and she's just like starts tears she hasn't cried in three days now and tears just start welling up again and she like clutches at her gorgeous negligee and um i thought she was in her armor yeah she oh, shit. Her yeah armor. she is okay so now she's clutching at her uh armor and there's just she's, but she's put out over her it. gorgeous yes because <laughs> yes. yes. that's the that's the obvious undergarment for your and, uh, armor is your negligee obviously and you, you never know what's three, gonna when happen when you when you haven't slept for three days you're not rash and she's uh five days She's uh, so she's clutching at her armor, and you can see there's just blood smearing across the breastplate, and she's just got oh, she's just crying, wailing, not even really screaming, more of a whimper, just like. Is Kendra in the room? Yes. Uh, I, Go get a bath, pull. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Have 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 your people draw her a bath. Make it hot. What, what people? This is you're not rich. I mean, I definitely had the impression she was rich. By Raven Grove standards, because there was like people. I mean, there's she has a we foyer. All have rooms. Yeah, I mean, she's got a, a great house, but she doesn't have servants and stuff. She's ri- she's wealthy by Raven Grove standards, which yes. is not 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 the. So highest. I tell Kendra, go get a bath started, and I get and I carry her into the bathroom and we get her cleaned up. Okay. So get her get her clean night negligee. <laughs> so I'm especially concerned about the armor. <laughs> getting it clean getting it clean mm-hmm. so Roderick knowing he has information to share with everybody um, first does the motions and cast text magic eyes glowing does a sweep around the entire room um, and any relevant knowledge he might roll to see if he can figure out anything about what happened 
do a knowledge arcana. Damn, why didn't I do that? Fifteen. Fifteen? You're assuming whatever happened was a haunt, but you don't know what kind of haunt. Mm. Of course. She has to look terrible. Like, dehydrated. Lost lost weight. Do you have a sleeping potion, Kendra? Uh, no sleeping potions, but I could, uh, I could make a, a cup of tea. That's a good start. Can you sell, send to the apothecary? And I want a sleeping powder of some sort. Well, they don't have people, so we have to go ourselves. <laughs> I'm sending Kendra. Well, she's drawing a bath. <laughs> she can't do everything. Doesn't take her that long. While the bath is uh, being taken, she can go get some sleeping a sleeping powder. Find a wizard who casts slumber. Yeah. She's, Whatever. She goes find. She finds a scroll. Of, Father's of a freaking sleep. alchemist. She doesn't have a sleeping powder. It's like she's useless. <laughs> I'm losing patience with her. So as as that conversation is going on, Roderick uh, exits the room. He'd been examining uh, Dorska Zenobia. Uh, it seems that she was the victim of a haunt. Um, At least it was just one night. It's, <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> That's not funny. She was scared out of her mind. You're so tactless, right? <laughs> that, that, is, that is the other thing <coughs> I had to tell you. When I was speaking with Robert downstairs, it appears we have been asleep for five days. No, we haven't. I, I know, that was my reaction too, but he seemed sincere. Apparently people have been looking for us. We've been here the whole time. Yes, apparently we've been here for five days. Asleep. Nobody... I don't understand. I don't either, but... Do you guys have like five days of beard? <laughs> That's true. That is a good so... question. How's our uh, facial hair going? <laughs> Oddly enough, you look the same as when you went to bed. How does, does does Vivian look like five days have passed? Yes. Also, I mean, I already have facial hair. So. Yeah, Roderick has a beard too. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could get longer over five days. But so, Zenobia, is your uh, leg hair longer? My nose hair grown. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, from the north. She probably always kept her hair. We we, we should investigate further. But uh, he seemed he seemed genuine. If there was a haunt affecting Vivian, there may have been one affecting the rest of us too. Preposterous. Did you have a dream? Did you dream last night? No. Not at all. None. I feel incredibly rested, though. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, slept for five days straight. So, was it five days? My mouth days is for really us? dry, though. So, it's five days for the town, but not us. We must ask her what she experienced, but I do not believe she is in a, in a state to answer right now. Well, she's, she's clean now. She's had a nice warm bath and a cup of tea. She's that been very sanitized. Quick. She's been sanitized. When Kendra gets back, we must ask her mm-hmm. if she experienced the same thing as yes. we did. Yes. Ken- Kendra's back. Kendra. Did, you, did you get the tea? Yes, she's already had the tea. I went to go get this... Uh, Has it been five days again? I went, Kendra. To get, I went to get the scroll of sleep so she could Excellent. sleep peacefully. Can anyone cast it? Roger. Okay. Kendra, <laughs> what day is it? Uh, it's the 20th. And so Roger just kind of looks at Zenobia and... and uh, So you just go. picked up the sleeping powder. What date did they put on the prescription? Uh, <laughs> you didn't pick up a newspaper while you were out? Was Kendra, Kendra wasn't outside with me, right? Get some powdered donuts? Uh, no. Kendra, I was outside Sofa speaking. rolls. Coffee. <laughs> Not kolaches. 
Kalachis are different from sausage rolls. <laughs> Thank you. Zenobia makes clear. <laughs> Kendra, do you know Robert? Um, yes. Can you trust him? As far as anybody else within the town? <laughs> I sp- Not at all, then, hey? <laughs> I spoke with him I don't just a few him, moments no. ago. He told me that it was the 25th of Kelstrin. 25th? He told us that we have been missing for five days. He told us that the town has been looking for us. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, but the door missing in Vivian's room also doesn't make any sense. And we know that she was visited by a haunt. Yes, there may be an ambient haunt in the entire house, for all we know. What? But there's never been any haunt activity in this house. Are you certain? At least in the 25 years I've been here, I haven't heard of any haunts. That's a pretty good track record. <laughs> so it is, Roderick. Sense motive. She's only 24. <laughs> I was going to do a sense motive, uh, but uh, it's an 8. Let's roll it for the hell of it. Uh, 9, so that's a 10. <laughs> You're killing it with these sense motive checks. I need to put points in that. You're very trustworthy. <laughs> So, 16. 16. Yeah, she's telling the truth. So, if it is indeed the 25th, then we have all been affected by some haunt, perhaps related to the one that affected Vivian. We must look through your father's work. Somebody needs to take care of Vivian and hopefully bring her back to her right senses. I will be in the library. How many of those books did we open? All of them. All of them. Ugh. Except the manual. Because that one's locked. Yes. I'll take care of Vivian. I don't think I trust either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust me either. And I, I clean Vivian's because I'm an armorer, among other things. You will I'm ne- an armor expert. You will need Roderick to cast the sleep scroll, though. I understand that, but mm-hmm. I want to talk to you. Oh. Well, so I've got you in my room. Okay. And and Roderick, like, he's like, he holds the scroll. And he's like, when you need me, just let me know. And yes. he puts it on the, on the, on the counter and leaves. So, because... I talked to you about what happened. You you tell me what you experienced. I don't know if she's... I think she's still um, at this point... Uh, well, then I'm asking you things like, do you know what happened? Do you remember anything about what has happened? Harrowstone. Spider-Man. Blood. All the blood. It wouldn't go away. It's not It's not gone. He's, he's after me. Okay. He's after me. Vivian. Five letters. Five days. Five days. No sleep. Five days. I can't... No magic... Shailen. Roderick! Shailen. <laughs> Roderick, read the scroll right now. Right, so he hasn't even finished coming down the hall she's, yet. <laughs> she's continuing. She's like, drops of red, so sparkly bright. Splatch cells, her name just right. Splatter. All right, so he uh, he unfurls the scroll. He can cast spells at this level already, so he just automatically passes the check and poof, casts sleep on her. Now, by the rules, it only lasts, like, what, one round? But hopefully that's enough to kick her off to... <laughs> She's out like a light. Yeah, the uh, the scroll was the catalyst that like got her started, and then there's the the, uh, <laughs> the lack of sleep takes the rest. Yeah. Is there a mechanic for exhaustion like that? Like, does eight hours solve it, or do you have to sleep for like longer? Yes, there is in fact an exhaustion mechanic. But is there one for like, does eight hours solve it, or do you have to sleep for longer if you haven't slept for five days? Uh, after one hour of sleep, you go from exhausted to fatigued, mm-hmm. and then eight hours of sleep 
to go from fatigued back to normal. So it's yeah. just an hour so you just, more. you just need one full night's rest. Nine one. hours, not eight. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, the scroll has been read. Sleep has been cast on Vivian. She's now asleep. The spell lasts for a little bit, but then just her natural exhaustion takes over and she stays asleep. Uh, you know that she's probably going to need a full night's sleep in order to... Uh, um, to recover and get back into the correct mental state. Um, but Roderick, you remember that Robert mentioned the the guards wanted you to help them with their stakeout of the the memorial. Right. So, um, sort of Roderick's thinking, and he'll like kind of whisper it to y'all because he doesn't want to wake Vivian up. He's <clears> thinking that in whatever state Vivian's in right now he thinks we should bring her with us to the watch because he doesn't want to leave her here in the house because of what just happened here in the house. So as much as she might not be up to standing watch the tonight, it better for her to be with us than here in the house alone again, where she might get locked in another room again. In this ill, ill supported by servants, dangerous house. This, <laughs> this house that is located on Lassie's farm. Your house is now officially haunted. Sorry about that. So, uh, while Vivian is resting, um, what are each of you doing? So, Roderick is very insistent on reading through all the professor's works, specifically about haunts and anything he could find that would relate to what's going on here. So, he's terrified to leave Vivian alone again, so he's maybe in the room, maybe just, like, outside in the hall with the door open, because he doesn't want to accidentally wake her. we're not in Vivian's room anymore. She's in my room. Right. But Roderick doesn't yeah. want to wake her up with like him turning pages or like closing a book and opening another one. So he's like far enough away that that sound may not wake her up, but close enough that he can still see. Okay. So if you're going to make so much noise reading, go sit in the hall. <laughs> yeah. So he was in the room and she shooed him out. So then he went and sat in the hall instead. Okay. So I'm sharpening the grave glaive using my own equipment. And I'm correcting all the nicks. So, so you're telling Roderick that... He's making too much noise, turning pages of a book. And I'm going, (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, he's muttering the verbal components of read magic. Well, and I can see, like, little little poofy things, you know, appearing from the pages. Get out of here. Don't we have a problem with haunts? With all the lights and sounds going on, just stop it. It's like a pyrotechnic show. Right. And I'm sorry. Crazy magic people. Honing a blade is not a loud thing. It's like uh, white noise. It's it's almost singing. Yeah. As I get get the... uh, the chips out. Oh. So, it becomes apparent that in the days that they've spent in this house, Zenobia hasn't slept in the bed. Mm. She's mm. got a, she's made a, like a pallet a pallet on the floor, but she's never slept in the bed. And um, you realize that she lives a very, she, she's nomadic, she just, she's not very interested in luxuries. So she doesn't sit on the chairs at lunch? Well, she does, because she's been civilized by the professor She's making an effort to overcome her uh, barbarianism, but uh, there's nothing wrong with being a barbarian. And she further like <laughs> fixes her eyebrows and th- thinks, "Yeah, there is." <laughs> <laughs> well, he tosses his golden locks and says, "No, there's not." <laughs> so by the time she's ready to get up, her armor looks like nothing bad's happened. There's no blood on it. No blood on it. It's nice and shiny. Nice and shiny. Your your weapon, which you've actually, because you remember I nicked it up the first day I met you. Put it in the the centipede. 
guts. Yeah, some blooded it. So, but it's clean now. But I think you looked at it and it had more. Looked like it, had, you know, when you first saw it, it had been pristine. But if you looked at it recently, when you were cleaning it, it's like it's covered in marks. Yeah. Like you hit it with, you hit a wall with it. Were there any marks in the room? Well, weren't you hitting the window so there wouldn't be? No, she, she was hitting where the door was. I think she charged it at both okay. at, at different times. Yeah, there were. It would make sense. Over the course of five days, yeah. you would have plenty of time. Were there any marks on, on Vivian's room? No. The only thing that was there was the blood? Yes. So the nine hours passes for the evening. During that time, Roderick, you've been so focused on reading about haunts, uh, specifically in... Um, the professor's books that go ahead and give yourself a plus two circumstance bonus on all knowledge arcana checks against haunts. Woohoo! Yay. Yay. That'll come in handy. And uh, around that time, Vivian begins to wake up on her own. Um, so Vivian's laying in, in Zenobia's bed. Yes. See, so yeah, I think her, her eyes kind of flutter awake and she's, where am I? Yeah, she's sort of slowly looking around, and uh, I think she slowly sits up. She's she's finally gotten sleep, and so she's she's just kind of waking up and just like like in her head. She doesn't say anything out loud, but she's just like, "What happened?" That's what I wanted to know. What do you remember? She just said that in her head. <laughs> I just said that she said it in her head. <laughs> Zenobi was remarkable. Zenobia picked up psychic powers, psychic skills. So she's. So where are you in the room? So I'm sitting, viewing the bed, so I can. So you'll see me when you wake up. Mm-hmm. I won't frighten you. Mm-hmm. I'm not like looming over you, mm-hmm. breathing on you heavily. Or so I think. So she sits up and she she looks at you and she just goes, Zenobia. I said yes. You're awake now. Yes. You look better. I, I feel better. It's, it's been a long five days. Do you remember anything that happened? She kind of pauses and like clenches her eyes closed and just sort of nods her head shakily. When I came in, I saw your name. And she starts shaking her head like, no. I think you know what I'm worried about and what we're all worried about. I remember that uh, song children were singing. I want you to know that we slept for those five days. I wish I could have. I understand. Well, let's get dressed. We've got a job tonight. What? We're going to go guard the... Uh, what? We're going to go out and we're going to confront. We're going to watch for what's happening at the memorial. Where the V was. Yes. What happened while you were gone was two more letters appeared on the memorial. An E and an S. That's... That's not... That's not your That's name. That's not me. So we're going to go watch to see if we can catch whoever's doing this horrible thing. Vivian kind of paused and sits there a moment. And uh, she's going to kind of shake her head and shake it more like she's trying to stop a thought from coming. But she, she says out loud, she says, "I No, that's. I don't think that's related. I think that's, that's of this realm. That was a, a rat's blood. That's Someone did that. That's not what happened to me. It says maybe, but we've got a commitment as a as a troop to go watch for this, and we're not leaving you alone here. Well, I don't want to be here, so that's fine. 
And I think she starts like shakily trying to get out of bed. She's like, I. She just she just breaks down again. She's just crying. She's just like, I, I don't understand. This is, I'm. This isn't my home. I don't know any of you. I, in times of trouble, I go to church, and and my goddess is not here. She's here, but she's not here. So so, uh, Phrasma, I have to go to the temple. We we must go to Phrasma's temple. It's it's the closest thing here that I, it's it's all I've got. I'll go with you. Thank you. And she's like frantically trying to put her clothes back on. And as she's getting uh, dressed, Ro- Roderick overhearing the conversation walks in. What happened to you? Wait, I'm sorry. Are you walking while she's getting dressed? <laughs> <laughs> Before you start getting undressed. Okay. Roderick walks in. What happened to you was not your fault. You were a victim of a haunt. Sometimes they attack indiscriminately at anybody who happens to be around. Sometimes they're targeted. I have not been able to figure out what happened. But there's some powerful spiritual magic that affected you. I think she, she's still acting kind of spastic and sporadic. So she's kind of going around and, you know, I think she's looking for her clothes in Zenobia's room, but she doesn't know where anything is because it's not a room. So she's like opening a drawer and she's like, there's nothing in there. Like, and um, everything's empty. Zenobia has no luggage. Yeah. And, and as she's doing this, she kind of like stops and, and looks, I imagine the room's kind of set up similar to the way hers was. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of looks at the wall where her name would have been written. Um, and she looks at the window and then she looks at Roderick and says, Harrowstone, I was there. And he says, yes, um, whatever is happening to you, I believe is clearly tied to Harrowstone. And no. he does like that scenic, like slinging a backpack over his shoulder. And it's like, and we have to go to the watch tonight to see what we can find out about that. No, but I, I was there. I was here and I was there. It was like, and she's kind of like clapping her hands together. Like it's like two places at once. It's like two planes. Can I roll a knowledge planes? Yes. On that. Come on, baby. 16. I told you she was writing. Mm-hmm. Did that come through? Yes. And so I think she's, uh, that, 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 and I don't know if you guys looked at her room. I don't know if you would have seen that already. Well, sure. We would have looked at, um, I want to suggest too, that somebody should have checked out what the blood was on the wall. What kind of blood? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are how terrible detectives. How would know that? There's no way that we would know that. You're the one with the heel skill. Well, somebody knew it was rat blood. Because there was a dead yeah, rat. Yeah, that was Vivian, because she rolled the heel That check. was implied, then. That was implied. So, um... So before we leave, we make her Vivian walk back in and check out the blood on the wall. Here, I know it was traumatic uh, for you, but, like, like get, lean her head really yeah. close. Look at this. So, Tell me what you see. Rubber nose. So, um... Don't do that again. <laughs> well, so, so... Oh, my God. That's so awful. Throw her in the litter box. <laughs> yeah. So, um... She's kind of doing that around. She's like, no, I was there. Sorry, sorry you were going to roll a knowledge planes. We, uh, what did you roll? 16. 16. Yeah. Um, Still doesn't work. So you don't... You know it's basically enough that that was like a planar shift, but you don't know anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are correct. The haunt took you partially into a different plane, but I unfortunately do not know more than that. Actually, with the plus two for the knowledge arcana for haunts would help? Is that you'd still get the same, same information. information. Okay. So, um, she's looking around Zenobia's room. None of her stuff's there. So then she's, she starts kind of like walking back towards her room. Like she's kind of like getting re-energized. And then she just like stops at the door and she's like, oh, <laughs> and she like won't go in. 
Roderick kind of walks by, just putting a hand on her shoulder and walks in first. And she twitches, and she says, I, I, I was in there for five days. I've, um, uh, I wrote. I was writing. I think. I, I can't remember. Zenobi says, Here, here's all your papers. While you are in the room, you also notice Kendra has taken the time to clean the blood off the walls. Mm. And so there's no reminder of the blood as of right now. Oh, that's good. Well, so no one, heel check. <laughs> I hope one of you guys checked on it. Could I have Kept done a, a heel sample. check while... Uh, There's no way to tell what time it, it's It's blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no source yeah. nearby to tell what it was from. Yeah. It smells coppery. Gross. So, um, she, yeah, she's not going to step in and she's just going to be like, my... my she's kind of like re- gesturing forward, sort of half-heartedly, like, my, my clothes, I, I need my clothes. And she's kind of doing that like... Not really. We'll get them moved. Like, she's moving her head, like, leaning her head down, not really looking in the room. Uh, Kendra's also in the room. She's been tidying up everything, make sure the, you know, the blood's taken care of. Um, if if you'd like, we can um, move your things to another room, either with uh, myself or with Zenobia, if that would make you feel more comfortable so you're not alone. And she she kind of, like, shakes her head. She's almost crying again. She's like, Zenobia. She's got a really big I've sword. I've got plenty of room in she, my dresser. She's got a really big sword. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem to use her bed. <laughs> so it'll be okay. Is okay. there blood in the uh, carafe? Like bloody water? She's already cleaned it out. But was there? There was. Oh, oh it's so creepy. She's in this weird ass prison. All right. Mm-hmm. So she gets dressed. She wants to, like, she's really <laughs> distracted and wants to go to the temple. I was going to say, it's like seven now. Or actually. Yeah, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, it, I mean, it's 8 there's, now. there's probably time because you yeah. know that it's on the way. <laughs> it's on the way, and you basically have heard that this is a uh, happening overnight. Yeah, so, so she's feeling very like non-negotiable about this. Like she's like, I have to go to the temple. <laughs> okay. She probably almost faints down the stairs. She hasn't eaten in seven days. We take care of all days. this normal stuff, and mm-hmm. you get to drink and eat. And okay, so all of that happens. More time passes, and we'll pick this up next week.